0: Welcome to the Zen Hustle Podcast, you're with Monique Alamedine, Head Zen Hustler. This podcast is all about high frequency empire building using the duality of life, external cycles, lunar and cosmic, internal emotions and mindset, and energetics. In essence, it's all about energy management, duality, and freedom through conscious sacred business. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram, Facebook being Zen Hustler, Instagram Zen Hustle. Let's get stuck into it. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the first episode of my Zen Hustle Business women series, where I put a spotlight on uh, women who I feel epitomize the Zen Hustle energy and vibe. Enjoy. And I want to welcome you to episode one of the Zen Hustle Business Women series. Now, this is where um, soulful, conscious uh, businesswomen uh, share their blend of Zen Hustle, right? So their blend of, I guess, conscious, new earth way of doing business, really connected and, and, and I guess treating it like an extension of their soul mission. So... My very first special guest and soul sister is Miss Pleasure and Power, Cat Curl. Welcome Kat.
1: Woo-hoo. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to, to be here and be like the first guest. I feel like,
0: yeah.
1: It just feels so aligned, doesn't it? Like it's
0: yeah. Yeah, totally. Alright, so. I, my Virgo organized thing is kicked in today. and What I'm going to do is we're going to have like some questions. So if you see me refer to my notes here, you'll know why. Because I want to try and keep it fairly uniform so that I get, because I know myself, I get so carried away and I get so excited. And and that's okay. We can go wherever this needs to go. Like, you know, always happens with us. Um, Yeah. uh, So, yeah, and I just, there's certain things that I really want to know. About every awesome woman that I have on. So, yeah. firstly, tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Oh, Beth, I always feel like that's such a difficult
1: question to answer. <laughs> a little bit about I... me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so I am obviously pleasure empoweress. Uh, I am really aligned with just with pleasure and magic being a part of every day and it's you know pleasure is is a not just a sexual thing we can enjoy life you know we talk about the simple pleasures or we say my pleasure you know when you say thanks for having me people say oh my pleasure but they actually don't feel into the word and it just doesn't resonate so it's that resonance with pleasure every day and magic every day and it not having to be something that it's like well when I have this this you know colored candle and this intention and when I've got through all of this then' I'll, then the magic will happen you know it's it's really about mindfulness and consciousness of, of all things in a in a bigger scale and um, being a mum of two two little ones um You really need that, you know, you need the magic and the pleasure and it has to be doable. It can't just be this thing that you're going to book in your diary in a month's time and then the babysitter cancels. You know, that's a good thing to have as well. But it's got to be more frequent, more realistic, I think.
0: Totally, totally. And, you know, some of the – and I'm a – I guess walking example of that—the really undervaluing the whole pleasure, the word in itself, the meaning, the depth of it. So I love the work that you're bringing, um, the the uh, the light, the spotlight that you're putting on this—that needs to be uh, shone quite brightly. Because as women, especially, we tend to, you know, put ourselves second, third, fourth, last, whatever it may be, and Absolutely. if we're not feeling pleasure, then how are we going to teach our kids to do that and pass it forward. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to ask you some things that I just like knowing in general. Hey, Kelly. Okay, so tell us your sun sign, moon sign, and your rising sign. Oh, (laughs) lucky
1: you know I know. (laughs) Um, So my, my sun sign is Leo. My rising is Aquarius, and for anyone who doesn't know, they are like the opposite of the, I guess, in opposite ends of the, so it's a circle, so like the diameter, I guess. And um, Taurus moon.
0: Love it. Beautiful. And your favourite colour?
1: Oh, red, red. (laughs) Then it kind of goes, then I go orange, pink. The old, bright colours, but red is definitely yep, yep, is really yep, the favourite yep. at the moment. Do you have a favourite crystal? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, for me, having a favourite crystal would not be the actual type of crystal, but the individual crystal itself, if that makes sense. So this, you know, one specific one that I have. Um my favorite crystals, the answer that I'm feeling, are actually the ones still in the earth. Like I feel like there's, there must be this massive rose quartz still in the earth that's just like sending us all this love all the time when we sit on the earth. And that's, I think that's my favorite. The unmind crystals are actually my favorite. <laughs> I love that, I love that.
0: That's beautiful, I really love that. Um, and now I know, I don't know if you, we talked about essential oils a little bit. What's your favourite go-to essential oil? Oh,
1: I actually used lavender last night and I don't usually, but I felt really cold. I like oh, so many. But eucalyptus I really like because it's a transformational energy. So... For me, I guess you know, there's always transformation going on, and I like that it is, um, you know, native to where we're living as well. That that really has that deeper, deeper resonance. So it's it's really strong, but it's you know, if you think about it, it's clearing as well, and so there's that. Yeah, I I really got into it when um, I think just before I was pregnant or when I was pregnant with. Hugh, who is six now, and um, and I just kept feeling into it. And then it was all about transformation, transformation, transformation. And ever since then, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could do with a bit of that.
0: <laughs> love that. I love that. What's your go-to high-frequency lifting thing? Like, Where do, what do you do when you're feeling a little bit low vibe? What's your go-to high-frequency lifter?
1: Oh, um, well, I, d- I danced this morning, <laughs> um, every day, every day magic, I think is, um, it depends where I'm at. So every day magic, if I need like a top up, but if I'm really feeling, um, and I try to do this every morning, but when I say dancing for me, you know, it's a bit more of a, um, sensual hip swirling, getting the life force energy moving through my body. That is really. Um, a go-to for me,
0: I feel. Yeah, love that. And yes, there's also the everyday magic stuff, which I love that you do. All right, give me one sec.
1: Oh. And one thing actually that I just thought of with that which is funny, what lifts you up, because um, there is this whole concept, which is actually a bit of an ancient concept that most people would probably cringe at. Now, um, you know, yoni flashing, where you know yonis were back from the time when they were worshipped and on it. It's just funny because you said lift up and it made me think, oh yeah, you know that, that actually is energetically <laughs> you know, if someone's feeling yeah. down or low just like, oh, give them a flash and, <laughs> and they get that oh, creative like life force energy you know, it's kind of like a flash of that and we go oh yeah, I've, that's in all of us, here
0: we are so. I love yeah. that I recently saw, I don't know if you saw it the, the anus flashing <laughs> oh yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that's interesting. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Indeed. Yep. Okay. What's your sole purpose and mission that you're fulfilling through your business? Oh, that's so. I like that. That's like a yummy,
1: yummy question. Love, oh, Brown. I love you too, Cal. <laughs> mm. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's big it's funny my sole purpose is like you know I'm a bit like well it's what's what's calling me at the time um, and changing the world you know changing the world is the consistent piece um, so going from there probably changing the lives in an, of people in an everyday way so we're we're nourished and we're enjoying life because otherwise we go through the our whole lives doing, and if you love the nine to five, you love the nine to five, you know, some people really enjoy clocking on and clocking off and that's their thing because they can separate the time and that's like, that's awesome. If that aligns and resonates, you know, it's always about trusting what resonates with you and what's most pleasurable for you. And yeah, I really feel just reminding people of their inner sparkle, their own magic and life can be pleasurable. We're not always having to go to this goal. It's a bit like the memory you, you shared, you know, it's about enjoying the journey and still making our way there. And so the whole thing can be pleasurable. And usually what feels pleasurable and magical is really us deeply connected to ourselves and the universe. And that's how it's all created anyway. And
0: it shows us where we need to go. And I love that. Like what I'm hearing you say is it's the, the you, you know, some people have this big, oh, my God, I'm just going to change the world with this one. Boom. And what I'm hearing from you is it's the everyday magic. It's the everyday pleasure steps. It's the everyday things that are going to lead you to that. And you're doing it in such a pleasurable way, which is beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I it's love- everyday life that changes our lives,
1: right? It's not... Beautiful, love that. It's not some one big thing. Like, you know, they have these young um, sports people who suddenly get, you know, make lots of money for their games but they're not any more responsible because they have more money. They still go out and spend it like boozing with their mates or whatever it is that they do, you know, before they had the money. So it's a bit like, well, it's – we kind of often wait for that. When I have a million dollars, I'm going to do this. (laughs) It's like – It's your everyday life that's going to get you there and have you in the right frame and you might as well enjoy it because then you're modeling, you're giving your kids, if you've got kids and all the other people around you, of course, pick up on it. But particularly for me, you know, your kids are going to not grow up thinking they have to be in a job that they hate and, you know, they have to put themselves last and they have to be stressed out to the eyeballs, you know. They know that what they want matters and fulfilling themselves matters right. and that makes them more nourished for,
0: you know, everything else they've got to do in the world. Yeah, totally. Kelly Brown asked what question was it? It was what's your sole yeah. purpose and mission that you're fulfilling through your business? Mm. That's so good. Well, That's so good. And can I just say again? we business, aren't we? I mean, I'm in business too fulfill my soul mission, and the people that I work with are really soul-led, you know, soul-mission-led and purpose-led women um, because that's really important to me. So, you know, and I want to know what's important to other women as well, so that's really interesting to know. So tell me, Kat, what does Zen Hustle mean to you? Oh, it means a lot of so, things. You didn't, know, you didn't know my stuff. You didn't know yep. my stuff. What does Zen Hustle mean to you?
1: Oh, as in don't do it. Don't include. Well, I think of you immediately. So, <laughs> okay. all right. But what's my what's I'm my sure. version? Okay, what's my version? Yeah. My version is that sense of alignment with yourself and your values in the midst of chaos. That's what it really is for me. So, like when everything is hitting the fan, and you could be like, ah. Oh, um, you know, which you know, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm a Leo, I, I am a bit of drama, um, drama queen sometimes, um, let's face it. But, <laughs> but I acknowledge that as well. I'm aware of it. And it's having that alignment to go like, okay, I don't want to be reactive. I want to choose my response. Um, and ideally, like let's talk ideals, because why not? And, um, actually not even having to consciously choose, that being second nature and going, I'm going to stay aligned in my values and I'm going to go, wow, this is really chaotic and I'm going to do this now or I'm going to sit in this space now. Like it's really about, oh, I don't know, you're you just, you're still aligned, you're still so in your
0: flow. Taking action from an yeah.
1: aligned space, yes. taking
0: action from an aligned space regardless of what's going on around you. Yes, yes, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. So how do you know when you're in that sweet Zen Hustle flow, that Zen Hustle mm-hmm. spot? Like what are your things where you kind of go, mm, I'm not there or oh, I'm so there, regardless of whether it's something good or bad? Hey, Mirella. Yeah. Oh,
1: hi. No, no. Um, yeah, my, um, well, my big flag of hang on a minute is, you know, I'm yelling at my kids. I'm going. Just I'm just trying to do this. Just, just give me some space. Like I'm kind of literally doing like this. Just, just leave me alone. Just give me some space. <laughs> you know, like pushing. That's like okay. Well, you're not in alignment. You feel like there's no space within you, so you're looking for it out here. And then I think just knowing it is when like I don't know. It's like this. I I, I feel like you feel your body feels like it, it moves more slowly everything moves not necessarily slowly more I want to say elegantly you know everything moves together it's not kind of jerky there's there's flowing movement and you just feel like very calm and it's like it's like you're in the sunshine I know that's that's kind of it's just right. like you're in the sunshine yeah. all the time, yes. or you maybe you're radiating. Maybe you're the sun, right? Let's let's take you're the sun and
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's it's really a
1: feeling though. It's definitely an
0: embodied feeling. Mm, yes, embodied. I love that. So it's almost like um, it's almost going to that space of not having to think anymore, isn't it? Because yes. it's just kind of flowing for you. There's that yeah. sense of embodiment. You're frozen on me. Oh, you still there? There's that sense of flow through embodiment. Yes,
1: yes, and I can think of one yeah. example of when, um, you know, a life example, when my husband <laughs> was saying something to me, and in my mind, I'm going, "This isn't exactly what I want to be hearing," because I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation, and that's not what we agreed on. You know, that kind of mental thing, but I being it totally in that space i went okay this is just where you're going this is your fear and then i so i said to him i actually said to him okay can you tell me more on that so it's kind of like that
0: you're just freezing on me cap you're frozen now
1: oh sorry my phone rang sorry i forgot to um, so it was that calm space for me to go, to, to acknowledge what's, what thought popped up, but not, not latch onto it and identify it and question all of that, and still respond lovingly to him and be like, "Okay, can you tell me more?" Yeah. Rather than jumping to the, the, the thought train, jumping on the thought train, you know.
0: Yes, getting in your head rather than feeling your way through it. Yeah. Yep, I got you. So then, with the hustle side, like, what does Does that mean like on the hustle front you are then able to, it doesn't feel like hustle, it doesn't feel like work, things flow on the hustle side because the Zen part of it's been taken care of?
1: Yeah, it feels like the hustle is more like that radiance and maybe a few solar flares from the sun. It's like, hey, you know, Uh got that radiance and I'm, you know, so it doesn't actually feel like the, the kind of push hustle. It's more like the dance, you know, like do the hustle, you know, and you're like, <laughs> oh my God, Kara, I love that. And just the
0: solar face, I talk my language, girl. I love it. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, what is it that you actually struggle with and how do you overcome it? So, between the zen and the hustle. Mm-hmm. So, I, I struggle, struggle with
1: yeah, go on. So um, so I really struggle with, um, if I don't get my, like it's almost like I need my daily dose of Zen, you know, like I need to connect with the Zen within and then I, you know, if I don't do that through whichever way works for me, then I generally don't feel it. And I feel when I'm not connected to different things like, you know, I. It may be that I need to listen to some Joe Dispenza. It may be that I need to listen to some psycho spiritual entrepreneurship audios from Marion, or some pe- some parenting stuff, or um, Russell Brand. You know, just I have these go to people that I, or John Wineland, You know, who I listen to, and they really connect me um, with the resonance of what they're saying. So I'm like, yes. You know, so I think connecting with my alignment and my resonance on a daily basis is what brings me back. Because if I don't do that, I tend to get caught up in the thought and other people's. It's almost like I invite other people's opinions in a little bit too much. Um, yeah. Not on a conscious level, just like, oh, I, I respect you and I value you, so I'll consider that. Um, but then it kind of weaves too much into my own thoughts when, when I don't have the resonance. Like It's almost like I don't have that tether or that root really watered or
0: connected yeah so you need to basically take the time out to hear your own voice form your own thoughts you know in, uh, feel your own feelings before you can take on other people's stuff because then it just starts to add to the noise and you'll lose sight of yourself yeah you lose yourself in the whole thing yeah, yeah totally oh, totally so how do you bring soul and source into your strategic decision-making processes
1: no oh, well I invite you
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> truth, truth. Um, you know I, I talk to you I go hey I've got this idea can you help me <laughs> I love it,
0: I love it. But in terms of even because even when you come to me you'll go hey I've got this idea or yeah or hey you know, and feeling like like your workshop coming up you've got an awesome workshop coming up and that was totally you you've gone okay this sort of film to happen, and i want it to happen on this date, and i want it like what was um the spiritual aspect of it the you know connection to soul and source part of that strategy like how did that come through for you yeah so
1: obviously being connected to myself because because i believe that we are Our souls are embodied. I mean, we could go ages into the concept of soul and it being both within us and out us. But, um, you know, we are embodied beings. So I don't believe we can bring anything to the world unless we're embodied. You know, our soul needs to be with our body, in our body. It can still be outside surrounding our body with awareness, um, but it definitely needs to be in our body and connecting with that alignment. And we're all, you know, in that sense, we are all source. And I also connect with the, the concept of muses. So to me, it's like inspiration, muses, whatever it is, they all flow and, um, and you, it's kind of like you pick one up and go, oh, yeah, okay, I'm writing you down. I'm, I'm coming back to you. I'm going to do this. And I think really consciously going, okay, I'm going to do this and, and making taking the little steps. Um, even if that's taking a step and feeling whether it's aligned and then having a yes or a no, you know, because I was like, oh, you know, I've got, um, as you know, I've got the workshop but it's been, it's been an idea for a couple of months, I think now or a month. And, um, and only now I'm like, okay, I know I've got to set a date, but okay, now I'm going to set the date and, um. So I think part of that is your own practices as well, spending some time just journaling out or writing out your thoughts or talking to someone and getting clear on your thoughts and the process so you can feel the resonance before you bring
0: it and you offer it. So what I'm hearing is it's that whole, it's the, it's the, it's the pre-work, I guess, right? It's, the, it's the, the stuff you put in every day that allow you to, you know, uh, embody and align more with what your deep core values are. And so then the one that speaks to you the loudest is you go, hmm, and that's been knocking on my door for a little bit now. Yeah. And then you kind of follow through with that and then go down that path. I yes. gotcha. On.
1: once you hear the yes, like if you're doing the inner work and you feel the yes and you hear the yes, it's very easy to share the work. Because the yes is already within you and there. So it just
0: flows. Okay, so let's say with the example of this workshop, right, because I've seen you really adamant that it needs to be done, right? (laughs) How do you determine between the, oh, yeah, that's a nice idea. Yeah, I really should do this too. I need to do this. And how do you determine between the bright, shiny object stuff Mm. and the true sacred calling like there's been many times where we start something personally speaking um and it feels like yes i'm meant to be doing it yes yes and then you kind of go actually no i'm meant to be doing that and at times it really just is bright shiny object yeah and other times it just stop what you're doing move on how do you kind of um determine you know which one it is
1: yeah oh i love that um I have this whole piece um, that I also share when people are um, listening to their intuition. So if it keeps coming back, like say you put it on the shelf, and it keeps you keep it keeps catching your eye, say or you keep noticing it, or that same thing keeps knocking on on your door, and that idea and that thought keeps coming back. So even if you leave it, and it comes back, I feel like okay, I've got to pay more attention to this, and so yeah. intuitively you you kind of know. And in terms of like bright, shiny object stuff, um, there's something in the bright, shiny object. So you've either needed that part of it, or um, or you haven't quite got, you quite haven't sat with it. So you haven't quite got the, the resonance, or perhaps it's just meant to mutate. Like it's like that sense of like, um, you know, I want chocolate. um, But actually what I want is comfort. So chocolate will bring me comfort for a little while. Bright shiny object will bring me what I need for a little while, but it's not actually knowing the depth. So um, I think if there's any doubt as well, writing it out. um, Yeah, and I think for me, because you know I've got these three things going around that I'm like I have to get done. <laughs> I have to share with the world, They just and it's kind of like I always feel them, the three things are always rolling around in the back of my mind. Like It's not necessarily, they're not necessarily at the moment, because I've said yes, pushing or nudging or kind of like fear-thoughting, you know, it's not coming from the scarcity, like, what if I don't blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like, well, here they are again. Hello, here you are again.
0: Yes, I love your take on um, the bright, shiny object thing. Like what does it need to tell you? Like what's missing? Like delve deeper because, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I both are really big on this, the signs. Look out for the signs, like everything's a message. Everything is a sign. So I love that, Um, you know, for those watching that even your bright, shiny object things are a sign or a message to delve deeper. And that's that's really important. you know, that's what your everyday magic stuff's about it's about going you know e- using everyday things that we do to create more magic and looking out for the signs like i will see magpies and i'll go where am i transforming that's all about transformation or and i'll see them you know quite frequently quite often mm-hmm. so we've got to keep our eyes and ears open for what's going on you know mm-hmm. i love that thank you for joining us on this podcast uh unfortunately the audio for some reason just didn't complete to the end so i'm sorry it was abruptly stopped but i really want to thank you for being here and for listening to this podcast um come and visit me come and say hello my facebook page and my instagram until next time if you want more personalized high frequency empire building, Business Energy Alchemy is for you. It's a six month lunar journey, transformational lunar journey, uh, in turning your, in, aligning your internal and, you know, external cosmic cycles together. So, you know, time management is so 90s, it's all about energy management. So this is about getting to the heart of your energetics in order to create the life that you want for yourself. And that's through business, it's through sacred business, it's through sharing your soul, mission and purpose, and also earning a living doing that. So this is where your soul creates your strategy. If that's something you're interested in, go to zenhustler.com forward slash biz energy, B-I-Z-E-N-E-R-G-Y. And I look forward to hearing from you. Peace out.